fun feeling in the morning. What's up? Welcome to the podcast, everyone. A little bit of a different flavour today. Abs is away. She's got a bit of a cold and got a corona test. Yes. So uh, she does pop up in here because, you know, through the magic of radio, pre-records. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some good ones too. A guy called Callum who's actually undergoing the COVID trials for the vaccine. So he will be at some point injected with coronavirus to see if the vaccine that he's been given works. So it's a very interesting chat. He, he didn't know, but I would love to know, like, do you reckon they'll inject them or will they just get someone infected with corona to cough in their face? No, because I think like that as, as, um, as spready as it is, that's still not a hundred percent effective. Like you can be in the same room as someone and just by virtue of your luck, you don't get it, you know. Yeah. So they, they want to be sure that they've got it. They've so. got it in there. Yeah. You can make out with someone. Who's got coronavirus. Sign me up for that trial. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stab. We're going to get you to kiss Bill today. <laughs> I have misjudged this terribly, but I'll do my part for science. <laughs> um, and when you hear the chat as well, um, the money—it's going to surprise you. Mm. The money situation with it, because mm. what you assume. It's the complete opposite. Well, I mean, you're saving the world. Mind you, the Avengers didn't get paid for that, though. So. I always think that with superhero movies. <laughs> like, they're always so rich and have so much stuff, mm. but how do they pay for it all? Mm. You know, like, no one knows who they are, but for some reason they're just flush with cash That's to true. make all these sweet suits. Tony Stark makes sense. Yes. Thor yes. makes sense because he's a god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... Mm. Mm. I get it. My uh, my thing these days, because being 2020, can you imagine the lawsuits that would be rained down upon them for property damage and... Well, The Incredibles, that's what the movie, yeah, that, the, movie the Incredibles yeah. is all about. But yeah. it would be so true, mm. wouldn't it? Yeah. Hey, Spider-Man, can you stop saving people from dying? Yeah, you smashed up my car. <laughs> <laughs> my Corolla got ruined. Yes. And I need that worth... to work. <laughs> yeah. So technically I've lost also wages, so yeah. you owe me that too. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into it. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. All righty, first calls, anything you want to discuss, uh, take over the show on 131060, guys. Uh, maybe it's in the news, maybe it's in your life. Now, our first caller we're going to go to mm. is uh, ringing about a conundrum you've been in, Stab. Stab has, I bought him an air fryer. And now he has become an active-wearing, hectic, Facebook group-loving mum. He ran into an issue. Got me an air fryer. Thanks again, Matty Acton. And was trying to post a recipe of my amazing pork crackling on an air fryer Facebook page. And I got denied four times, and then I spat the dummy, and I quit the group. Four times. Not once, not twice, but four times. Brooke in Cleveland, uh, what do you want to say about this dilemma I found myself in? Good morning, boys. Well, because we know that you've probably done a fantastic job, staff, mm. and you want to share your, you know, victories with the world, I've spoken to the magic powers that be, mm. and if you want to email me all the correct information, <laughs> we can get your post up there and give you full credit for what it is. But this was my problem. I, I couldn't do that. I kept on not giving you the right information. <laughs> God, so, Brooke, your friend is the administrator on the Kmart Air Fryers Recipes book, Facebook. They've got like over 300,000 followers. They I, do. I hope yes. that you email it to them and they deny the email <laughs> and get you to keep resending. Just follow the rules, man. I tried. I tried. All right. I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I'll email you the ins and outs. 
yeah, give me the photos, you know, the cook time, mm. what you did to it. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, it, it's not hard. It's very simple stuff. Well, we can do this. You would think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> See, the difference is, Brooke, he didn't want to put it up there because he thought he was sharing a great recipe. No. What he wanted was just kudos and uh, a round of applause from all the ladies on the Facebook page to say what a wonderful bloke he was cooking cooking pork in the air fryer. You know, and we all need that little bit of validation every now and again. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to help Stab get that. We should start up a Facebook group mm. that is just nothing but validation. Just check so, this out. So no matter what you post, <laughs> yeah. everyone has to like it and celebrate you in the comments. There's not allowed to be any negativity, no denying or nothing. It's just there purely... There are so many Facebook sites. There's a specialty group on Facebook that's called Mums Who. Mm. And there are so many different versions of it. So mums who cook and clean, mums who organise, oh. mums who everything. And there is the, the mums who cook page. Mm. It is one of the best cooking ones that I've found on Facebook. And Stab knows, Brooke. He's on them. People, <laughs> people pop it up there and there, there aren't any rules to pop them up. You can just literally pop a picture up going... Mm. Cracked it today was absolutely fabulous, and just put a pitch up there, and then everyone will go, "Oh my god, it looks fabulous! Give me the recipe. How did it taste? Uh, did the kids eat it?" It's- He's logging in now. Brooke. Oh yeah, that's that is my jam, Brooke. I've, uh, I've finally found my niche. Anonymous thirteen ten sixty. What do you got for us? First calls. Um, so I wanted to talk a bit about how teachers have been going through COVID, and since everything's kind of started to lift it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've. We've got next to no PPE at schools. Um, I know at my school, I'm one of the only teachers who's actually enforcing kids using hand sanitizer when they come into my classroom. Um, and yeah, I just feel that a lot of the teachers I've been talking, pardon me, talking to and myself were feeling just a bit forgotten and left out to the wolves a bit yeah. with um, COVID. What grade do you uh, teach? Uh, so I teach secondary school, so every lesson I've got a whole bunch of new kids. Mm-hmm. And um, the kids don't actually really think that COVID's a thing anymore. Mm. The kids get really kind of narky at me when I'm making them hand sanitise on the way and going, you really teacher who makes us do this anymore? And, yeah. Um, yeah, and, they just want to make out, Anonymous. They're in, they're in make-out territory in their school in Korea. Oh, <laughs> oh they still are. They still are. Trust me. Um, but it's... You know, it's also with them, um, with a lot of them spending a lot of time homeschooling last term. We're up to week eight now, which is, you know, one and a half times what the school time that they had last term. Yeah, it's getting hard. It's funny, so you mentioned to our producers that they aren't focusing, and I know you've got the older kids. I was talking to my teacher at the parent teach night, and I was worried about that because, you know, homeschooling, there's everything they can get on their iPads and stuff, but she said it was the opposite. They were really focused because they were like, they liked that structure of... You know, I guess when they're a bit older in secondary school too, you know, like they want to get on with their lives. I mean, yeah. for all the teachers listening, we as parents with kids at school, we appreciate everything that you're doing. Oh, God, yes, we do. And please don't send them back to us. Please, God, don't. <laughs> hey, Gemma from North Lakes, first calls. What do you got for us? Hi. Um, so I'm just calling the other day. We were talking about things um, that when you've moved from overseas mm-hmm. um, and different things that you were expect or didn't understand when you moved over. Yes, like yeah. bring a plate. Um, Yes, mm. yes, that was one. That was one for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but when my husband and I moved over um, twelve years ago, we had an immigration consultant, mm-hmm. and they sent through like a welcome info pack for Australia. And in it, it said that when you in Brisbane particularly, 
when you give the thumbs up to someone, yeah. it actually is the equivalent of saying F off or flipping the bird, like the middle finger. finger. A thumbs up? <laughs> the thumbs up is the same as giving the middle finger. In Br- so when- a, if you give a thumbs up in Brisbane, you're telling someone to, to F off? That's strange. <laughs> have you still I got that piece of paper? Um, oh, I don't know if I would still have it. It was God. a while ago. Hmm. Um, it might be in an old email somewhere. Um, but yeah, it was hilarious. So then, I mean, we had both been to Australia before, but I'd mostly been in Sydney. I was like, I've never heard that before. Mm. But when we first came to Brisbane, and we were, for the first couple of months, and just your automatic instinct to do things is to give people thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sugar, we've just told them to air more. <laughs> You'd be reading reviews of things going, I gave that two thumbs up, and oh, I hated that. I hated it. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ed Sheeran, congratulations yeah. to him and his lovely wife. They announced uh, yesterday on Instagram that they'd had a baby. Um, they only showed a little pair of socks and a blanket, nah. which means, obviously, uh, New Idea or Women's Day has the scoop on the very first Or pictures. she ain't cute. Well, no, see, to you, mm. your baby's always, always cute. That's cute. why, you know, yeah, it's true. other people who go, Oh, it's oh, so, so cute. God, Stab, wasn't that baby? Oh, ugly. my God, you see that? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. He's into his um, Lego and his he characters and, and his um, PS4. He loves his FIFA. But he's named his daughter mm-hmm. after something specific, right? Yeah, her name, her first name, Lyra, is uh, from a very big series of books, His Dark Materials. Okay, right. Mm. Uh, this is him speaking about how much he loves the book. His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman. I personally think that's the greatest love story ever told. Okay. I don't care what anyone says. That's I huge. love it. So his daughter's full name, due to that book, mm. is Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. Yes. Which, look, is going to be a mouthful when you want to tell her off when she's older. <laughs> Lyra true. Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran! Get your ass in It's <laughs> true. That is true. The only, one, the only one from the book is Lyra. I don't know where he's got Antarctica or Seaborn from, but... Well, maybe he would like to travel to Antarctica one day. On a it, boat. Do it via the sea. Yeah, maybe. That also does sound like the name of a ship for Sea Shepherd. That's out, you know, like yes. wedging themselves between that and a harpoon, <laughs> uh, whaling a harpoon boat from Japan. Oh, we are being told that's a, that's a hyphenated marriage name. Oh, well, there you go. Sherry Seaborn. That makes more sense. Seaborn. Yeah. yeah, well, that doesn't explain the Antarctica, though. It certainly does yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> it does not. Um, but I did it. We did it. We named our daughter after um, the Gilmore Girls, uh, Lorelei and Rory for short, which is what the um, characters are called in the show. Do people ask you how you got the name? Sometimes. Sometimes people get it, and sometimes people go, is that from the Gilmore Girls? And we're like, yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'd love to, we want to play a game here, actually. Um, 131060, if you call up and tell us what you were named after, mm. like uh, Ed Sheeran's daughter's named after um, a character in a book, we'll try and guess your name. Yeah, so if you said, like, I'm, I'm named after a Disney character. Well, that's obviously that you would be um, Mickey. <laughs> Michael. You could be. <laughs> if you're, I'm, not, I'm not sure there would be any girls named after Elsie yet. Oh, no, I think there are. Wouldn't it be more the the young girls oh, of this too, generation? They'd be too young to call, but they yeah, you can call up and say what you named your daughter after though as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I actually think like my daughter, for instance, loves Frozen. So mm. when she becomes a mum, maybe she'll name her daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After that, and that'll be that old 
you know, that old movie. Mm. Like, if, a, for instance, if a uh, a girl called up and said, I'm named after a car. Yes. What car would you pick? Oh, um, Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. Good or one. Holden. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think... No one would hate their child enough to name them after Holden, I would hope. Mm, that's true. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Yeah, great news out of the UK that uh, Ed Sheeran's had his first little baby girl, and he named him named her after his favourite book series, His Dark Materials. Uh, people that know that one, everyone has a little animal that follows them around. It's Ed Damon. It's a huge, huge yeah, book right. series. Okay. Um, so on thirteen ten sixty, we're asking the question: What were you named after? You tell us uh, what you're named after, and we see if we can guess your name. The baby's name, by the way, is Lyra Antarctica Seaborn Sheeran. Seaborn Sheeran is the hyphenated name, their two last names, him, him and the Misso. Antarctica, still unsure why they picked that. Mm. Uh, all right, caller one, tell us what you're named after. Good morning, gentlemen. It's my daughter, and she's named after a TV character. Okay. Oh. How, can, how old yeah. are you, if you don't mind us asking, caller one? I'm 31. You're okay. 31. Okay, so similar to me, I would t- take a guess straight away and be like, you may have been a Simpsons fan, oh. so it's either Lisa or Maggie. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe Lisa because she is the smart one, and you would want to name never after that. Is it Lisa? Um, not too much into the cartoon, so okay. it's a little bit more of a real-life action. <laughs> okay. Is it the same as me, and you've named them after the Gilmore Girls? Oh, uh, husband wouldn't let that. Um, that say no, it's after a British TV series. <laughs> British TV series? Hmm. hmm. Hyacinth. Uh, no. Oh, I don't know many British TV series. Mm. I was, I was. When you said it's more of a uh, TV series, I was jumped straight to Home and Away. It's going to be like Pippa or something. <laughs> uh, you might have to give it to it's, us. It's, sci- it's sci-fi. It's, it's sci-fi. sci-fi. So you have one oh, more. wife should have the answer. Yeah, of it is. It is a sci-fi TV series from um, England. Buffy. Um, oh no, that's no, American. That's American. That's American. <laughs> um, <laughs> My husband's my husband's fifty one years old, so he's a lot older than me. So it's something he loved as a child, and I loved as a teenager. All right, so it's something that had quite a reinsurgence. You get one more guess. Oh, uh, is it uh, is it Amy Pond? Amy after Doctor Who, or someone from Doctor Who? She's Amelia after Amy Pond. Yes. Oh, <gasps> I was going to do that, but we already had an Amy in our family, and I wasn't allowed to. I told you, get it, you nerd burger. Thank Back you. Yourself. <laughs> uh, all right, caller number two, you tell us um, what you're named after. We'll see if we can guess your name. I'm named after a singer. Okay, so you, it's your name. You're named after a singer. Yes. Tina. No. <laughs> Turner. <laughs> I get, or Tina Arena. Yeah. No. All right, uh, so how old are you? 33. You're 33. Okay, so older parents, so it's got to be like an older generation. It, would it be, it's not sure, is it? No. Okay. Thank God for that. Mm. Call number two. Um, so now the producer's saying you're close to Tina. Mm. So someone in the time of Tina yeah. Turner. Um, American singer. Diana, like Diana Ross, maybe. No. No, no but it's stupid, for thinking like, like a rock, rock mm. time, Tina Turner. Mm. See, I'm, I'm, I'm your age. Caller number two, so it would have been something my parents would have named, but they were into. My dad was into like the Bee Gees and stuff like that. Bonnie. No. Okay. What's your name? Whitney. 
Oh, oh Whitney. Whitney, of course, Whitney. Of course. Oh, that's a great name too, Whitney. Whitney. Thank you. Yeah, great name. <laughs> All right, caller number three, you tell us uh, what you're named after and we'll see if we can guess your name. I'm named after a character from Neighbours. Bouncer. Oh, Toadie. <laughs> <laughs> no, not Toadie. Not Toadie. <laughs> oh, Charlene. No, not Charlene. Okay. How what? old are you? Mm. I'm 22. Okay, so more recently. Okay, so more recently. So like late 90s, mid to late 90s. It's not going to be Madge. No. No. Uh, Uh, Who's? I haven't watched it in a long time. Are they still on Neighbours at the moment? No, they're not. I didn't even know about it until my mum explained it to me. Right. Right. What's Dr. Carl's missus name? Isn't it like... Susan. Susan or something? Yeah, no, it's not. Your name wouldn't be Susan then. No. I wouldn't say no. You wouldn't be a Susan. Paige? Not Paige, no. That's Mm. Olympia Valance's character. Who Nat Bass played? She was. Oh, Izzy. 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 No, but you're getting closer to the starting letter. Oh. Oh, Okay. Like. (laughs) (laughs) A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Hey, yo. Um, Libby? No. Oh, Libby, okay. Remember Libby Kennedy? Yeah, Libby, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was Kim on Valentine. The... No, yeah. we're getting waved away by the producers. They're saying wrap it up, but I want to get one. Felicity. <laughs> no. That was Holly Valance's. Um... Harold. Oh, that's the starting letter. H is the starting letter. H. All right, Neighbours characters. Hang on. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm going to get one. Holly? Is there a Holly? No. Hannah. No. Yeah, Hannah. 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 Yeah. Character is that? I, I just have guessed no the name. idea who Hannah from Neighbours is. Wow. Yep, but mm. apparently Hannah was a Neighbours character, and that's what Mum called me after. All right, only, okay. only for a short time. There you go. Uh, mm. Good game. Well, there you go, Hannah. Thanks for playing. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Development, production of a potential vaccine against a novel coronavirus. What if we gave a group of willing volunteers the virus on purpose? There's a lot of people uh, excited and pushing forward for a vaccine to COVID. There are people, of course, against it, thinks that we're rushing it. But there's a certain type of person that goes, look, I want to be able to do all the testing so we can get it through first. Mm-hmm. Well, when they say it's safe for humans, they had to find out somehow. Yes. Didn't they? They can't just go, we we think it's going to be. Mm. Yeah. But Callum, who is taking part in the phase four of the COVID trials, joins us. Now, you've put your hand forward and said you'll even maybe give yourself COVID to test it? <laughs> yeah, that's part of uh, the challenge trials. Um, they infect you with the virus after they've given you the vaccine. Because that, that's next level. We know a lot of people have been um, putting their arm forward to, to have the vaccine and see whether they have the antibodies for it and whether it's worked that way. Um, but I guess that's that real big step of saying that you're going to take that risk because you don't know how your body would react to it. Yeah, well, not, I guess no one's really sure of how we're going to react, but um, uh, they pick uh, people that are in the 20 to 30 age bracket because um, we're most likely not to get sick. Mm. How much are you getting paid? There must be some significant financial reward to put your life on the line. Um, we're actually not told, and there's a bit of conflicting information. Some people say mm. we are getting paid, some people are not saying. So um, at the moment, that's sort of up in the air. Um, yeah, oh. we haven't been told a specific figure or anything like that. Right. right. So you, you yeah. do it. You so they get the people who just want to do it to be part of the trial. People aren't just risking themselves because there's going to be the money. That's amazing. I, I thought you would know first thing 
Uh, no, I guess there's a lot of people like me out there that just really want to get back out there in the world and um, get on with our lives. Mm. How much of that, um, because it says you're a, a performing artist, you're a dancer, and they, we've been hit harder than a lot of industries, how much of that is the, your um, reasoning for trying to find a cure as quickly as possible? Yeah, yeah, that's that's my total reasoning for this because, you know, as you said, I've lost everything mm. and it doesn't seem like my industry is going to open back up again anytime soon. Mm. Did you have to check with, like, family members? I know you're your own person, you can do what you want, but did you have to say, hey, I've put my hand up, are you okay with it? Because you would have to isolate for, for some time. Um, yeah, I didn't actually tell them that I'd signed up for it. And, um, yeah, I actually didn't get a confirmation until two months after I'd signed up. And that's when I told my family. And mm. they were pretty cool about it. <laughs> Look, though, Callum, let's think about it. The, <laughs> At the end of all of this, mm. your next stage show, like, the story behind that, the man who risked his life to perform once again. <laughs> this is a bloody telly movie it's in the making. Dance. <laughs> Musical. COVID <laughs> Callum on stage <laughs> after saving the world. <laughs> right <laughs> itself. Oh, I don't think we'll go that far. No. <laughs> Callum, have you had a lot of backlash? Because I know there's a lot of people that want to put their hands up forward uh, for this but didn't want their name associated with it because there are the people that are, are like anti-vaxxers or uh, all think that these are a hoax, that you're you're an actor, that you're not a real person that's put your hand forward for it. Oh yeah, like especially after I did the current affair interview, I was um, getting so many comments saying that I was a paid actor and that it was all a scam. And I mean, that's that would be great. I, I wish I was a paid actor because mm. um, I got no money. But no, unfortunately, I'm totally legit. <laughs> Can you do other trials after this? Like, is this something you might get? This might be a career. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I guess we. I, I could try and do other trials after this, but uh, preferably. I'd like to get back out there and um, dancing and performing because um, that's what I'm used to because um, these vaccine trials, they can go wrong in very rare circumstances and there's stories of people dying. Mm. So, yeah, preferably this would not be a long-term um, career choice for me. But for now, it's what I'm looking at doing. So it's not, it's not I guess it couldn't ever be 100% safe. You, you are putting yourself in some form of risk. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the vaccine itself, like, could actually um, kill you. Mm. Like, they never know. Yeah. Do they tell you that you're taking it or is it still, you don't know if you've got the placebo or you're the control? Do they tell you? Um, I think with this one, they tell you. I don't actually, I don't even know if there's placebos. You don't know the details, yeah. Yeah, I don't even know if there's placebos involved in um, challenge trials. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose, because it is very it's, much do you catch it or do you not, rather yeah. than does this get rid of your pain if, if you're in a chronic pain or whatever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I don't think there is a placebo involved in this one. Right, so, but you're going to have to, if you get, obviously, you get the vaccine that they've created, they try and give you COVID to see if you get it or not, you're going to have to be isolated in some sort of glass box or something <laughs> with people with lab coats watching you. <laughs> Um, yeah, actually, apparently it's for six weeks. Wow. Okay. Yeah. What are you taking in there with you? Uh, what would I t- uh, Probably a laptop, my phone, obviously. Mm. Um, I actually can't think of anything else I would take in there with me. This is a big decision because your life must have really been thrown by this. I mean, I know you not being able to perform must be hugely devastating to you. This is obviously what's brought on the decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've lost everything, and you know, at the moment, I've got nothing to lose. So I, yeah, I'm ready to accept whatever is coming my way. Mm. 
and unless there are people like you, and we should really say thank you, Callum, because mm. it's no. All in all honesty, people like you are putting your lives at risk so that we can live freely. Mm. This is something that needs to be done so we can all get back to the to the way we had. So. Yeah. You probably don't see it like that, but you know it's. it's well, the least we can stuff. do is see his dance when it when it's all back. We yeah, can go, we, we you can't know, come support to the industry. Yeah, yeah. Maddie doesn't normally go to the theatre, but this could be the new hymn. I mean, COVID, COVID Callum, Callum is definitely going to take. <laughs> normally, he doesn't like too much singing, but if you you know throw an extra one, he'll like it. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you dance? Were you like on the cruise ships or anything? Or oh, I did do that. Mm. Um, but my recent job was in LA um, with a company called 3D Theatricals, and I was a drag queen um, in my recent musical. Mm-hmm. Oh, fabulous. Well, mate, um, thanks for coming on and, and speaking to us this morning, and thank you for what you're doing. Um, there's Callum. He's uh, taking part in the Phase 4 COVID-19 challenge trials. He's actually going to be um, given coronavirus as well to see if the, if it works. So thanks so much, mate. Really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Ouija board. Ouija board. Reach out to the spirit world. Good music. You know my rules, Maddie. If someone else has my child, I don't care what's going on as long as she comes back in one piece and she's happy. Yeah, your house, your problem. The point of a play date is so they're not in here with me. (laughs) Washing hands of situations. Same same rules with grandparents. Feed them up with sugar. Do whatever you want. As long as they're safe and happy and they come back all right, I don't care what went on. You don't even have to tell me. (laughs) <laughs> you don't even have to in tell fact, me. I don't, yeah, mm. don't don't fill my afternoon with any of it. Because, I don't want I don't uh, want an incident report. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm not giving you one I when am your kid's been here. Not. I'm telling your kid. Now remember, when you pass the threshold of this door, yep. it stays on the other side. Yes, well, Red Bull is fine in our household. Right? I, Off thought you it, go. I thought it was vodka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Rory uh, went to um, a friend's house uh, during the week, and fair play. Um, they actually have older children and it was the older children that were doing this but the younger kids got in on the action when she came home she said I was doing this with a friend I was like but they had a Ouija board the old Ouija board. It's about 13 the Ouija board fires up. Yeah, I think, I think the, the kid's like 11, 12. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they were just doing their room and, and um, Rory jumped on in and, and was doing that. I was like, no, I, d- I really don't, don't think I want you to be doing that. You know, and then it's like, why? And you can't say, because you could accidentally open up the gates of hell. <laughs> well, it <laughs> depends know. if you believe that a Ouija board works. Yeah, yeah. Because a Ouija board, right, is you put, you have a board, you put letters all around it. Yeah. Then there's a cup in the, in the middle. Yeah. Everyone puts their hand on it. And then you ask the spirits, you yeah. ask a spirit a question and yes. it's meant to move the cup and spell it out. Yeah. And even without, if you don't believe that you can open up the gates of hell, you could, there's always a thing that occurs where someone gets freaked out or, you know, and I was, I was for seeing it's nightmares. It's 2020, the gates are already open. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe they were trying to shut them. <laughs> Please make this stop. No. Um, but she was like, and then she, the next day she was like, I want to make a Ouija board home. I'm like, no, hun, we're not doing Ouija board. She's like, why? So I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to explain it. The answer is just no. Okay. I've yeah. said no. That's the answer. It's no. Okay. Don't bang anymore. And then she goes, God love her. She goes, but daddy. I was like, yes. She goes, I just want to talk to your dad. Oh, she's got ya. <laughs> she's obviously there. She's saying he's through the gates of hell, if that's what you're worried about opening up. <laughs> but as I've said, our dads are friends on the other side, so they're probably there together. That's true. And then I said, well, he was Scottish. Like, mate, you're not going to be able to understand him anyway, so knock yourself out. But um, but it was like that. That was like, and I think that's what she legitimately wanted to use it for to say hello yeah, to her. Yeah. her, her well, I think but... when you're a kid and someone says you can talk to someone in the spirit world, yeah. you, there's there's always you believe more as as a kid. Mm. 
But yeah. I remember doing one as a kid, and it was always like there was someone who moved it. You're like, no, nah, man, I didn't. I swear I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's done them. I think, and, but I do think, yeah, everyone has done. I just think she's a little bit too young. Oh yeah. Well, well, stage. I think if 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 someone does joke and make it work, mm. then she's going to be laying in bed at night, exactly. freaking out by it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't believe in them though. No, I wouldn't imagine so. Do you believe in it? Ah, look. You reckon they're a thing? I reckon they could be a thing. I, I'll never say no to anything unless you know you can categorically say that it, I wouldn't be. I'm not sitting at home on a Saturday night going, "You want to come over? We'll weed you this." <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, cat! Let's decide if we stay together. Let's ask the yeah. Ouija board. <laughs> I swear I didn't move it. <laughs> I would love uh, thirteen ten sixty. I'd love to open the phones. Mm. No, if we don't get a call, that's fine. Okay. But do, have you ever done a Ouija board and it worked? And it's worked. Like legitimately worked. Yes. Mm. Yes. You like swear. The, yeah. The glass has exploded. That's a chestnut. Yeah. Yeah. You swear that the Ouija board worked. We will believe you. Safe space. No judgment. Will we? I don't know. You're no, we will. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We're going to play Alpha Bucks. Uh, we'll do that tomorrow, uh, which will be the 3rd of September tomorrow, a Thursday. Uh, 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. for 10 grand. Here are some of your answers. All right. Your letters are B for Buttercup and P for Pepper Pig. And those will also be answers. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Ouija board. Ouija board. Reach out to the spirit world. Right now on 131060, we're asking, have you ever done a Ouija board and did it work? My daughter was at a friend's house. They were doing it. I was like, nope, not doing that. Not in my house. But uh, Maddie doesn't think they work at all anyway. Have you ever done one and did it work? Cherie from Wynnum. Hey, guys. How you going? Good. Yeah, so um, I was with a friend. I was about 12 years old, and we thought we'd give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were kind of keen to know if, the, if it was real, if it actually worked. So we we asked for proof, and um, all the power shut off, and we freaked out and said, "Turn it back on," and it flicked on again. Oh. Who was near? Yeah. The, who was near the light the dad. switch? The dad was near the power <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> See, right. I promise we- you. Stab and I, we didn't do a Ouija board together, but we did do a 24-hour broadcast. Yes. And this thing, this was amazing. We had blowing up balloons in there mm-hmm. when we did a bunker show. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm. We were talking to a psychic. Yeah. Mm. And we, we, we had said about, because we're mates on Earth, our mates, our dads have both passed, would they be mates in the afterworld? Mm. And, and we said, this was live on air, if you are, give us a sign. And as soon as we said that, a uh, balloon popped. In the studio. In no the studio. way! Yes. <laughs> a climate controlled. So it wasn't it wasn't like it was too hot or anything. The aircon was cranking. Mm. So mm-hmm. did you ever do one again after that or was that like that's enough? Oh, that was enough for me. Absolutely <laughs> enough for me. Right. So you def- I think um I've recently looked at you know other spiritualities and looked at ways of um you know you can make contact in a safe way. Mm-hmm. But that way is not safe. Right. Right. Why is that not safe, the Ouija board? Is it because you don't say, know who's coming in? Yeah, they say that you, you don't know which spirit you're getting. Even if you're asking for one specific one, the naughty ones, the um, mischievous ones, will use it as a gateway to get through. Right. Many, many horror films have used that as a premise to <laughs> <laughs> move on from there. It was on the Blair Witch Project, so it must be true. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, do you think you are? Oh, 
we all knew it was her. <laughs> even uh, even the costume designer let it slip. News.com, they can't help themselves. They told everyone too. Julia Morris out off the mask singer last night. The cute little kitty cat. Good morning. Good morning, Aria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first off, got to say, and I know you have had, a, uh, you've dabbled in singing, but what a voice. Well, thank you so much. It was just good to get out and give those pipes a little run. Most of the time people are saying, could you shut up, please? So it was it's such a treat to be able to get a few bars. Mind you, that's not mainly the children telling me to shut up, please, Mum. Do you, you can't even tell your kids that you're on it, can you? No, I do, no, because once you've told anybody at all, it's no longer their secret to keep. Mm. So particularly with the kids, I know because I have such a distinctive voice that they definitely would have had somebody saying, you know, that's your mum on that television show. And I didn't want to put them in the position of lying either. Yeah. So luckily, um, I don't think there was that much discussion because we've all been on lockdown four for so, for yeah. so long. Because, yeah, you, li- was, you uh, live in Melbourne as well. So you're, I do, you're right yes. in the thick of it. Are you, are you ready to pull your hair out and emancipate yourself from your children with all the homeschooling? Um, yeah, well, it's only been 25 weeks, so I guess <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll get used to it soon. It's pretty, pretty chilled, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, you'll get into a routine eventually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Look, I think the fact that I haven't, uh, you know, uh, got rid of the family permanently uh, is, a, is a really positive sign. So, um, yeah. One it's thing been that hardcore. I always think when I watch the show, and you might not be able to answer this or not, but behind the scenes secrets, when they show the packages of your clues, saying it's like kitten out on a front lawn somewhere or next to a pool, <laughs> is that you or do they just bung someone else into the costume? I do not know. Well, you would know if it was you. No, you never know. I mean, we film all sorts of little bits and pieces oh, okay. in all sorts of different locations. So, oh. um, yeah, that's... I, I, most of them I remember. <laughs> right, so it probably is. Julie's not going to help you ruin the magic of television here. It's, it's paying her bills at the moment, mate. <clears throat> um, also, uh, we I'm not sure if you've heard the news being from Melbourne, uh, but the great state of Queensland, we it looks like we're going to steal the AFL grand final off you. Yes, it does. It's sort of looking increasingly like that. Are the Melbourneites ready to riot yet? I, don't, I think that the Melbourneites, honestly... More, I think they'll be more sad than furious, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we are honestly 25 weeks. I'm not. It's just even hard to joke about it. We are beaten to a pulp. Yeah, yeah. Of all the fury and the whatever, and the how dare you, and now oh, the crazy interstate rivalry and whatever, we're empty. Mm. We are empty as a pocket. So I know that there'll be, you know, there'll certainly be. It'll be drummed up in the uh, printed press, undoubtedly. But mm. honestly. From everyone I'm speaking to, we're just we're just trying hard not to cry yeah, in general. Right. Well, I guess we've talked about this as well. If you if you know people in Melbourne and, and that, or even if you don't, it's hard to know. Like, what do what would someone want from us? You know, in the states that are open, you know, what what can, what can we, we do, do to, to be sort of yeah. sympathetic? I guess if you do know someone, I've been receiving little care packages from a girlfriend in Broome, mm-hmm. and just the smells of Broome. Oh my gosh, a little, uh, like a little soaps and just little thoughts. And, you know, Women we are feeling incredibly isolated and we're definitely sending ourselves nuts looking at stuff like Instagram because yeah. everybody's out and about. So it's yeah. hard not to feel resentful and yeah. are you sad. Are you in plans at the moment for I'm a celebrity? Because we're hearing that um, obviously you can't get out of the country. So I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, will be filmed 
uh, on the Gold Coast, on the where Gold they've Gold already got the British set, is the rumour. Well, we can get out of the country. Oh. So, um, yeah, we, it hasn't absolutely been confirmed. I know that they've looked into a series of options. I know that the casting is well underway. Right. Some, uh, you know, very exciting uh, names being mooted. But in terms of where it's going to be, I don't know which plan they're going to go on. There's literally been like 500 uh, different plans working out if it's here, how do we do that, how do we do this. Mm. It's definitely uh, all about the production bubble. If you, you, you know, wherever you do go, you have to, you know, we have to just stay with, with, with each other. Great. You know, we're literally standing by. Yeah. Well, right. Julia Morris, hang there. When we come back, we have dug up some other uh, celebrities from The Masked Singer from around the world. We're going to put you on the judging panel now and see if you can pick some of these famous people. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This is the Masked Singer. Who are you? Who do you think you are? Yeah, Julia Morris, she uh, was unmasked last night, did a great job singing on there, um, and some, some big name celebrities like herself on there. But, Julia Morris, can you pick other celebrities who were on the Masked Singer from around the world? Oh, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> you might not even be able to pick some of your own cast members because you don't know who's behind the mask in the Australian one. Yeah. So, but no, that's absolutely right. Mm. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, this one uh, up first. Oh, you know who that is? Who's that, Julia yeah, Morris? That's Angela Merkel. <laughs> 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 and what about it get, makes you think that? Because um, that is just definitely the timbre of her voice. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounds like the sort of song that she would sing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being the uh, prime grown-up of Germany, she's going to have some rhythm. Uh, it's actually Khalees. <laughs> oh, God, I don't even know who Khalees is. <laughs> so you're the, uh, you're the Lindsay Lohan judge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, now we'll give you a clue on this one. This is a TV host, talk show host. Wow. She has I mean, had some singing I, experience. You know, who's got singing? A daytime host? You know, I've got no idea. Um, but I'm thinking it could be... It's not cancelled, Ellen, is it? No, no not Ellen. Not. Think older. Oh, oh, it's, a, it's not Oprah. It's Oprah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake. Yes. Fucking time. Amazing. Isn't it funny? I know I know Ellen DeGeneres is under a bit of pressure at the moment for bullying and stuff like that. Mm. But you know, your Jerry Springers and your Ricky Lakes, those that was whole it. show yeah. was around bullying but just on camera. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, and now that we're all so woke. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I feel like I've been woke all along. It's just that I went back to sleep waiting for everyone else to wake up. <laughs> all right, one more for you before we let you go. Julia Morris is on. She was on The Masked Singer last night, Unmasked. Who is this celebrity um, from the US version? Mm. 
Wow. Tyra Banks? Oh, good guess. But it's Kelly Osborne. Oh. <laughs> Kelly Osborne is divinity on wheels. I love that she can sing. That's very cool. Yeah, because yes. her dad couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk either. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Julia, uh, thank you so much for coming on. You were um, incredible on The Masked Singer, and it's a great show. We really appreciate you chatting to us this morning. Thank you, guys. Sending lots and lots of love. Yeah, you guys you too. too. There she is. Julia Morris on the air here at B105. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. That's it from us today as we wrap up and share a few moments together. Mm-hmm. As you just heard, and you would have heard listening today that Abby is away. Mm-hmm. She's not feeling great. She's gone to get a Rona test just to do the right thing and be safe. Good for her. But just when we spoke to her then, she once again was ill-informed <laughs> and said that you must get a referral <laughs> to get a Corona test. And that is, in fact, incorrect, because you can go to some of the pop-up fever clinics without one. Now, we all make mistakes. doesn't bother me that much. <laughs> but even on her days off, we're still here fielding through the people who ring up and say, you wrong, suckers. But she's not feeling well, everyone, so that's okay. A doctor will give you a referral to go straight to a pathology centre. Fever clinics, hit them up anytime you want. Thanks for nothing. Mine's more of just a thanks today. Because, Maddie, you would say the lowest point of the workday, and it's a small it's a small gripe to pay for the wonderful job that we have. But every day at the end of the show, our boss sits us down and goes through the show and tells us what we did wrong and what we did right. Yes, yes. Quite often we nod our heads and say, yes, yes. we we'll never fearless leader. Yes. And then we walk out and go, yes. we do what we want. <laughs> every day we have to do that, guys. Every single day. But today, we've had a running brief from Abby, who's been listening at home, about what we've done wrong and what we've done right. <laughs> so I'd just like to say to our bosses, it's probably not going to be necessary today, <laughs> because we're all across what we've done. So, thanks. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. There we go. That's the podcast, everyone. Thank you for downloading. Um, jump over to our bonus content, which mm. isn't on this one, which is Lenny the Love God. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a delivery driver for the Rockley Fresh Fruit and Veggie Markets. Mm. Um, great guy, loves his star signs, and the stuff he knows about how to find love with star signs is actually incredible. Amazing. He's Amazing. doing the wrong job, I believe. I think so, too, right. and his voice is just very soothing anyway, yeah. so have a listen to that. Uh, so grab that. That's bonus content um, in this uh, in this podcast uh, run of episodes. Go and get it. See you tomorrow. Stop, Abby and Matt. Get that fun feeling in the morning. Be one.